This is CliffCentral.com. Well, hello, hello, hello there. From me, Liesl Tom, this is Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. Welcome to the show, and I hope that you learn something and leave you a little bit, bit better informed and inspired. With us in studio, as always, to press the buttons and make us sound great, Palesa Mabuye. And then... As always, my bestie, say my name, Jermaine Harris. Say my name. Okay, yes, indeed, I am Jermaine. <laughs> yes, she is. I can attest to that. And Palisa is fiddling around here. Um, you know, oh, you're done now, Palisa. Palisa Mabuya, there she walks out. <laughs> so, welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes. Always good to be here. Always good to talk to you. Um, hopefully, we can impart something today that you can find useful, like we all do. I mean, Liesl, every week I go away, yeah, I find something that I go, oh, I could use that. Shemani, I think, you know, in a year or so, or maybe even in three months' time, you and I will also be gurus because we are just <laughs> learning so much from all our guests, isn't it? Yeah. First, if you would have said guru, I would have been like, what guru? But a guru is just a teacher, hey? Yes. Yeah, so I think we all are anyway gurus in our daily lives. Even Palisa is a guru. She <laughs> teaches me stuff. And she's like so young, you know. So how old are you now, Palisa? 24. Awesome, see? So, but today's guest, um, a beautiful man. Wow. <laughs> yes, he's you wearing red, and at the moment, his face resembles his shirt. These <laughs> are, don't, don't embarrass the man further. <laughs> you mean, so, don't, don't carry on where you started. <laughs> okay, Danny, welcome. Thanks very much. <laughs> Wonderful to be here with you, lovely ladies, as well, this afternoon. Awesome. Now, Danny is, um, a Reiki master. So, and he does all sorts of, Healing, crystal therapy, color therapy, brain balancing, um, and hopefully, you know, we're going to to talk a little bit about that. But most of our conversation today with Dani is going to be about cord cutting, emotional cord cutting. I am so excited about that! Oh my god! <laughs> so, um, tell us how your journey started, Dani. Liesl, do you want to go? No, that? let's let's start there. Um, I'm going to be very brief because I actually have a very long story, but I'm going to keep it very short. About how you started being a healing. How I started with the healing, yeah. You know, uh, my life journey started as a, a very, in a very conservative home. I grew mm-hmm. up in an Afrikaans family. Uh, very religious. Um, and anything but religion was seen as uh, coming from the devil, the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, So yes I grew up like that uh, I would say being indoctrinated mm-hmm. As such And uh, it was Just after the age Of about 40 That I started Questioning things For the first time in my life It took now, you a while didn't it 
Absolutely. Okay. But I think, and by I, I mean, 40, I'm not, no, but 40, 40 42 as, as a is good, a very significant yeah. Age. age. Yeah. And I mean, because I said it just off uh, the cuff like that, but I actually mean it as in that it does take us long. So it's nothing to be ashamed of. It, you know, how I see it is, uh, I was a very, very, um, vulnerable person. Uh, I don't think my soul was ready, to, uh, to come out as such mm-hmm. It was not ready to be exposed mm-hmm. uh, To the spiritual realm And I think at about 40 My soul said to me You know what? You time. are ready now And uh, I started questioning things The first thing Things like? Uh, well basically in church I was sitting in church in midsummer With a suit and a tie In mm-hmm. an Afrikaans church mm-hmm. And I was asking myself What? Why the hell am I doing this to myself? And I, I realized I'm doing it because I'm conforming to mm. the rest of the other people. Uh, I've never asked why we were supposed to wear these clothes and things like that. Other thing was, uh, you know, when the minister was saying something, uh, for the first time ever, I was saying to myself, but hang on, uh, I don't believe what he's saying there. So I think it was coming from inside. It was not that uh, I read something or I spoke to somebody that actually uh, made me uh, uh, awakened. It was it was coming from inside, uh-huh. and I could actually believe myself. You know, the fact that I was questioning it, it was not that I uh, was influenced, you know, uh-huh. by other sources like a book or people or as such. And slowly, yeah. Um, I started uh, asking questions. That was also a stage when I got divorced. I got the courage to get divorced. I just believe I had to do it for myself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, it was quite tough, but I I did it. And then slowly things happened in my life. uh, And just very briefly, just to tell you where the actual spiritual side came in. Um, I was at that stage a member of the Randberg Mo Voice Choir and uh, one of the members, one evening he and his wife invited me over for a, a dinner mm-hmm. and I went there and I was sitting there Now, remember at that stage I knew nothing about angels I knew nothing about spirituality nothing like that my exposure was to the church mm. And we were sitting there talking And I just had this Feeling It it just, uh, I don't know where it came from I saw this guy And I just got this feeling that He he has a Backache He didn't make any movement Or anything that uh, Made mm. me think that his back was sore And I, for some other reason I asked him, I said Tell me, is your back sore Perhaps and he said, yes, how do you know? I said, no, I, I just got the feeling. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I got so a feeling. How, you know, this first time that you got this insight, how did, it, how, how did you feel? I don't, I can't explain it now because, you know, for me it was very unusual. Uh, because, first of all, I experienced something uh, that I never, or maybe mm-hmm. I did experience it before, but I w- wasn't aware of it. And this time I was even acknowledging it and actually talking to somebody about it. So it was a knowing 
It's like you know that you know that you have a backache. But you need to confirm it. Yes, but the, and and I had the courage to actually mm. approach somebody. Maybe I, I I knew it and I had the experience for other people before, mm. but I never but had you the didn't courage act to, on it, to yes. talk. Yeah, and I just had this uh, uh, eagerness to put my hands on his back. I just wanted to. Put and his wife went, "Why?" <laughs> Not really, no, no. Uh, I, well, she didn't say anything, <laughs> so I wouldn't know whether she asked something or well thought. I think I'm, I'm making a crap joke. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love it. Um, and I said, you know what? Do you mind if I put my hands on your back? He said, no, please come. And he was sitting on the chair, and I put my hands on his back, and he said to me, "Oh, you don't know how wonderful this feels. What are you doing?" And I said. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> oh. I, I really didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a sign for me that I had a natural um, gift mm-hmm. for, for healing mm-hmm. in a way. And slowly uh, there were people coming uh, to you into my life. Uh, I think they were sent in my life. But came onto my path mm-hmm. um, and slowly getting exposed to the spiritual So they taught part. you? They no, taught no, you. no, no, no. It was just basically talking to people about spiritual things. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, actually, I can relate to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I can relate to angels. I can relate to uh, spirit guides. I can relate yeah, but to you those know, things. If you say you can relate to it, some, somewhere along the line you get a helping hand. You get someone who, who reaches out and just gives you that word, you know, or help you become aware of something. You know what I mean when I say um, in that way teaching you uh, and exposing you. So, it, or, Those were the people that were, as I say, they were probably sent on my mm, path. Okay. And, I, I've been and listening they, for the synchronicity and, and because synchronicity, yes. yeah, absolutely, mm. synchronicity is so uh, important, you know. But I didn't realize it at that stage. And oh. then uh, I read a book by Wayne Dyer, and everything in there was just—it's it's called real magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, wow, you know, I can. I, I know all of this, yes, you know, it, it was wow. just amazing, just an affirmation of what I already knew, and it was just amazing to read this, and uh, I was, again, uh, then I read, uh, again, coming back to synchronicity, uh, I read an article, and that's a long story, which I'm not going okay, to yeah, tell no, now, because, because don't we don't have, have the time, because I can keep you busy for Ever. days on all end, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. anyhow. Uh, I read a, in a uh, uh, magazine an article about a, a guy in Cape Town who was reading auras. Mm. And it was just a one-page article, and I read that, and I thought, you know what? One of my daughters, I'm sure she is one of these indigo children, mm. because she was talking about in this article. And I decided I want to go and see this gentleman the next time I'm in uh, Cape Town I want him to read my aura Okay And yes, all the synchronicities Happened uh, I could go down to and Cape Town I made an appointment, went to see him I spoke to him, I was quite nervous I must be very Okay, nervous. so what happened there? And he read my aura Because I, I'm in his house looked very normal Nothing weird as such mm-hmm. He looked normal So uh, it was quite a surprise <laughs> for Why me. were you nervous? What were you expecting? 
Were you expecting wizard, him to see the bad witch, things? I, would, I was probably, yeah, I was uh, <laughs> expecting the bad things, you know, mm-hmm. that I was the Christian conditioned um, by the... the uh, your upbringing, your Christian upbringing. upbringing. Yeah. What, I, what I also mean by that question is I'm always a little bit wary of people who can see because, you know, we want people to see us as good and kind and generous, but we all have those traits that we don't necessarily want the psychics to see. But, you know, I didn't know about psychics. I, I mean, I wasn't scared of that. I was scared. No, my biggest scare was I'm dealing with something from the devil here now that I've <laughs> okay. been warned about all my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was what I was scared okay. about. Okay. But I was so interested to know what this person is going to tell me. Also on the phone, he said to me, uh, he, he explained to me what are we going to talk about And he said to me uh, He's going to look at my past lives Now Up until, <laughs> up until then I mean I never believed In reincarnation or past lives or Whatsoever We, be, I mean I was taught You live, you are born, you live You die, you go to heaven or hell That's mm. what I was Believing and, but the moment when he said that to me, I got so excited. I thought, "Oh, this would be wonderful to, to find okay. out." So for me, it was just I accepted that this is real. You know, it, 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 I didn't question it at all, and I did go and see him. He told me about past lives. It was absolutely amazing. I could so relate to everything that he said to me there, and that was yeah the things that came. Um, on my way mm-hmm. to little bits of things that say to me, you know, there is, is something different than what you grew up with. Okay, so up until now, so those were the things you're you're on your way to becoming a healer, or, yes, or well, to helping others heal. Well, yeah, but all right. Um, I also had a, you know, I wanted to uh, experience. I want to investigate for myself mm. what. Everything is about Okay uh, Danny Alright I, I, I didn't I, I don't necessarily believe Everything is for me But uh-huh. I, then I started Going for Treatments Okay uh, Because I wanted to be uh, Find out What it's like And that's where the healing thing Actually came into uh, uh, Well my way Alright So and shall we go Okay. And then you and, trained and, and then to become my, a Reiki master. I, 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 and it, first of all, it did a lot for me as a person, obviously, because I I needed a lot of healing, uh, emotional healing, uh, mm-hmm. not so much physical healing, but emotionally, because I had so much baggage that I had to get rid of oh, and don't d- we to all? deal with. Hey, we all and have so much. Yeah, baggage. but some people deal with it from a very young age. Mm. Others don't. Like for my case, you know, I just carried it with me. I was a loner all my life. I uh, was a lot lamiki. Uh, okay. I, I believe there's no English word for that. <laughs> that was the baby in the family. Yes. Eight, the eight youngest eight of. Eight years between me and my next brother. So okay. I didn't really have a brother mm. or sister It's mm. only later in life that we got closer uh, So I was a loner And I, my parents were In a way quite distant uh, okay. So I couldn't really talk to them About things So I dealt with things Issues with myself Okay And uh, I started on my journey With the healing things And it was just amazing I uh, I did various things like orisoma, uh, 
you name it. And eventually when I got to the, uh, for my first Reiki treatment, uh, I just realized this is what I want to do. And I think that was my first real exposure to energy healing. Mm. Uh, because that is the, the healing that I'm actually uh, like to do. That mm. was your first intellectual experience of it because you've done it before, spontaneously. Exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, so, uh, and I decided I'm going to get the training to mm. become a Reiki practitioner, which I did. And yeah, so with the years, I eventually became a Reiki master, mm-hmm. but I also. Uh, learned to do other kinds of healings, you know, and decided mm-hmm. what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of them uh, were basically energy healing. That cool. is that is what I, I love working with. All right. So is that where you, well, can, I don't really want to say stumbled because you were very... Um, <laughs> sure that this was you know this was not a stumbling this was a meant to be path so is that where your emotional cord cutting um um what do we call it shall we call it a practice practice yes i think you're onto that <laughs> um uh, came from so because we really this is so we because we, we want to um, i yeah. really am so interested to hear mm. how you do this uh, how do you cord cut you, you know as i say i did uh, various kinds of uh, training mm-hmm. of, of different uh, modalities of, mm-hmm. of healing. But what is cord cutting? And uh, cord cutting is not an energy. That's what okay. the non-energy okay. uh, <laughs> therapies that I'm doing. So, okay, so this but is I a practical do, you know, thing. Just to say, yeah, I do, I do things like chakra balancing, which is a, a, a yeah. energy healing. Uh, the Reiki, obviously. So There's the brain balancing, which I, I don't, use. Sounds. I don't want to be rude now, but I want I want us to go to the to the cord cutting. But when I did the the actual cause of mm-hmm. of the for, for the cord cutting, uh, I realised there's a need for this. You know, I only I don't only do things because I like it, because I also think there are things that certain people need uh, in their life. Also, from my own personal life. Uh, where I felt that I had the need to do some cord cutting myself. Mm-hmm. What is cord cutting good and for? Now to come back to the or let let's start. Let's say let's start at the very beginning. Now <laughs> um, we are all in relationships. Mm-hmm. We are born in a family. Okay. Uh, so we have a relationship with our family members. We have a relationship with friends. Mm-hmm. We have a relationship with our working colleagues. Mm-hmm. And if we're lucky enough, we have a love relationship. Now, once we have a relationship with somebody, we have a connection, mm-hmm. an emotional connection with that person. Whether we like it or not, and sometimes, or most of the times, these connections are positive. Mm-hmm. But there's always a flow between you and the other person of positive and negative energy. And when you have a connection with a person, whether it's a family member, whether it is a, a partner, whether it's a working colleague. What, if, what about a, a, an animal that you love? What about a place that you love? Absolutely. What about a job that you love? Yeah. Do they can they can be considered 
you know, as like in as a relationship because you have a relationship with that object as well, with that animal. Mm-hmm. I mainly work with the relationships with people because that's where I find people have the biggest obstacles in their lives and mm-hmm. blockages when it comes to a relationship, and it's mainly where they uh, there's a breakup in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the the not so obvious ones. I mean, the working relationship. If you go away from a a work and you've resigned because you didn't enjoy it there, could be because of a boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't have a good relationship with the boss. You still have that connection with the boss. Donny, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I'm not clear on something you said. That these emotional ties are not energy. If they are not energy, then what are they? No, no the healing is not an energy. The, the, the cord cutting is not an energy uh, therapy. Okay. But but it is a, 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 a connect. The connection is definitely energy because you are connected with the other uh, person, spirit, the other human being, through your auras. So there's like this line. That you of energy that you connected with with the other person, almost like an invisible umbilical cord. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So yeah, so it's like you and me. We make a connection, you know. So and you and I now also have a connection, isn't it? But it's not. It's not the kind that we talking about that would be, unless it's traumatic. That you wanna, you know, maybe you came mm-hmm. and you need to, you hit me over the head. That's that that would certainly tie us together, because because that's on a on a level of not just having a conversation and walking away, never seeing you again. Yeah, if if you just have a uh, a meeting with a person, you know, that's in different. the street, there's no connection there whatsoever. But if you started having a bond mm. with that person, you have a connection. You both decide to have this. Emotional bond, mm-hmm. and it can be any kind of bond. That and, it is. and and does the um, uh, the length or the duration of that relationship, or the intensity of the exposure, does that make that bond stronger or, or bigger? Yes, definitely the intensity, mm-hmm. not so so much the length, but the intensity of that relationship. Mm. Now, they're, they're, that's quite a big one, isn't it? Because sometimes you can know somebody for mm. 17 years and then it, next walks in someone and you know them for three weeks and yeah. it's like a it's chalk and cheese. It's yeah. like, boom, I just met somebody that I've known forever, you know, or who's allowed me in. Well, and and that's, that's really a painfully... Um, would, would that be thing. something like, for example, a past life connection where you immediately recognize that person and the bond you have with yeah, them? Yeah, absolutely. That That is also another connection that you can have with that person. The moment when you connect with somebody, when you meet them and you know, you know, we knew each other f- forever, that could be a past life connection, definitely. Okay, but yeah, let's get back to the the cord cutting as such because uh, I think that's very important. First, yeah, tell us what tell us what what that entails. Uh, How you know why is it necessary? Why would people want to have a cord cutting? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you make a decision that a relationship 
for some other reason doesn't work for you anymore. It could be, as I say, a work relationship. You decide this is not working for you anymore. You want to, you want to cut this relationship. In the meantime, you're going to resign. Okay, that's your one way of dealing with it. With your family, it's a bit more difficult because people believe that blood is thicker than water. They believe you cannot cut ties with your family if things don't work out. You may have relationships with friends which doesn't do any positive or add anything positive to your life. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to break with that person. Okay. It so could also be people with an addiction that's in your life. Okay. And you want to break with that person because you know that that relationship doesn't do you any good. It could be a, a, an addiction of alcohol. Okay, so wait, wait, uh, wait. We don't know because so now you're going into two. So now you you are saying that it could be people that um, you know in your life. So so anyone that you may be addicted to, anyone who's caused you trauma, anyone who is blood related, anyone that you need to walk away from because you need to make space so that you can grow. Because ultimately, cord cutting is so that you can create space so that you can grow. So you 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 cut it. You. You, you plug it both ways, that person's way, your way. When I say plug it, I mean, you know, once the cards be, uh, the cords been, been cut, um, you, you obviously, because they say you, you, once you, once you leave something, you leave, once you drop something, there's space for something else, isn't it? Yes. But you so, see the, but you see the problem comes in when people decide to walk away from a relationship. It doesn't mean that connection is gone. That there connection is still there. there. So even that's what I'm talking divorced, about. Just, even people yeah. are divorced. Okay. Even though they're divorced, they're not on paper. They're not divorced, but that emotional connection is still is there. Still there. That I understand, and that's where I want you to make the the difference. Because when you speak about an addiction, for me, that is something different. That and, and and you know where because I'm going in my head. Oh, addiction! So I can cut my cord from my and not people. Addiction. No, no, no. Do you, do you understand? So I want, no. I want us to talk about that as, as well. Market view, does it make sense to you, Liesl? Because I, I know you can, you can have addictions as a person. Um, you know, like the stuff that you do and the, the eat and drink mm, and stuff. So, mm. But I also know you can have it as a. Mm, I think yeah. what Dani was referring to is if you need to break with someone because of their addiction. Yes. But but what you say is very Be interesting. Yes. Okay. But let's let's Go carry on, on yeah. with the. Yeah, I was people. actually referring to if you have a relationship, mm -hmm. a, a friendship, relationship, whatever, with somebody with an addiction, mm -hmm. that and you want to break that because you know that that it's relationship not doesn't is not good for you. Okay. But. The fact that you just break up with that person, the contact with that person, doesn't mean that you don't have that connection anymore. And this is where the cord cutting comes in now. Okay. Now, what we often see, especially in relationships, how many times have you seen that somebody breaks up a relationship, they go into a next relationship, mm -hmm. and they just repeat the same pattern, pattern. they happen to attract the same mm -hmm. abusive a partner, uh -huh. um, they attract the same problems, they break up with that person, they go into another relationship, and the whole thing repeats itself. So, what I is mean, that? All, because they never had that actual emotional cord cut with that 
first person. Uh-huh. So they actually repeat it. Repeating all a cycle. The, time, the cycle all the time. And that is where the cord cutting comes in. Okay. Now, would, would a cord cutting like this, first of all, if, if, if you walk away from a person for whichever reason, you miss that person. You do. Is that, that's obviously because of that connection. Would it ease your, your pain, your heartache for this other person? If you cut that cord Absolutely You know what I find uh, Because the cord cutting uh, session mm. Is about 40 minutes uh, And you can see when the people walk away They, they can see they're lighter they, Their eyes are glowing they, They're just a different person that walked in mm-hmm. To that room Before the session So it is basically You put the Past behind you, and you can actually start anew with a new life. That is what it actually does. And the way I do it, just in brief, I do a physical cord cutting with a person. Uh-huh. Is it a ceremony? It's a, you can call it a ceremony if you like to. Uh-huh. Do you have tools? Yes, okay. I do. So I would cut the cords around the person in the aura from the person. Uh, it is nothing major. I mean, it's the person usually don't really feel anything happening while I'm doing that first part of it. And then what I do, uh, I think that makes my uh, therapy different from the other cord cutting uh, ceremonies, if you want to, or therapies, is I take them to a personal uh, session where, uh, which I call a letting go uh, you can call it a meditation it's not really meditation it's a guided meditation I will talk to them through it where they take control of their own lives where I and they have to say you know this is what I'm going to do now I want to cut with this bad relationship it doesn't do any me any good in my life is it a one-sided event? Yes. What what basically happens, I will guide the person, I will talk, so it, I'm not a counsellor. The person doesn't even need to come to me and tell me who the person is. I don't need to know that. Um, so you can do it from a distance as well? No. Okay. No. So the person comes to you? The person okay. comes to me. All right. I will basically read to the person the... Uh, I will guide them through the... The talking, mm-hmm. I will, and they, I will give them time in between, okay. where they do an actual thing. Where they say, for instance, they would write the name of the person that they want to cut with on a piece of paper, but they do it in their minds. They mm-hmm. all do this in their minds. They don't talk. Mm-hmm. I, I do all the talking, but I guide them. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, you know, now you tear that up. And you throw it into the sea So I will guide them But they have their own time Where they can actually decide How long they take To do these This cord cutting uh, uh, Emotional cord cutting part it, Their own time during your uh, During my your session. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it varies sometimes From half an hour To 40 minutes, 45 minutes Depending on how much they want to let go And I must say For some people It it does get quite emotional They Mm. they do get emotional But I warn them up front I say to them, you know, don't worry If you do get emotional um, 
just let it out because you have to let it go. What are some of the symptoms that you see when people have not let go? Say, you know, say that, I don't know, let's take the obvious one. You you got divorced because that is as crazy amazing in the sense that it is painful. You literally, you lose so much. It's like, it's that is, that's hectic. So what, what, what do you see in people's lives who have not let that go and then, you know, once they've gone, okay, now I'm ready and I'm, I'm cutting it. They cannot establish a healthy relationship after that. That is one of the most important. After the th- divorce thing. Yeah. They battle to, 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 to start another healthy relationship. Okay. Now, you must also remember there's a lot of people who don't, although they tell you, I want to get rid of this person out of my life. I want, I don't uh, want that person. Okay. But subconsciously, mm. They don't. Can you cut little, 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 little? No. So no. you can't. So if I, I go today, Danny, I'm, I'm coming for my first session. I'm going to need to let go of Liesl, but it's going to be very hard. So I'm coming Danny, for day if you one, cut that cord, day two, I'm going to <laughs> day three, day four, day five. So no. can I do that? Can't I do no. like? No. It's a once off thing. And once it's done properly, it's done. And Has it happened that it was never it's, done? It's that you couldn't cut somebody's cord? Has it happened? Where you go like, uh, I can't cut this cord because you're not ready. I do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Whether it worked for that person is a different story. Because if that person comes to me, but they don't really want it to be cut. It, it's then just you, to suit themselves, cut. just to make themselves feel happy. That cord will not be cut okay. because that person wants to keep that cord going. Okay. Um, and also, with the, I think another important thing that I must just mention here: when you, when somebody comes to me, if you come to me uh, for cord cutting, uh-huh. the cord cutting is only from your side. And that's what I meant by one-sided. Yeah, it is only from the one side. Uh, the other person needs to take control of their lives. Okay, now that's interesting that you say that, because um, I've, obviously, because I don't know much about that, I had to go and do a little bit of research. And people are having different, so everyone's got a different kind of opinion about it. And some of the opinion out there is like, you need to, you need to do it, bless them so that they, so, so you cut yours. Um, do, do you know where I'm going? No, exa- you, do you know where exactly, I'm going? Exactly, but you see, when, during that uh, part of the court cutting uh-huh. that I do, that I guide them, that is part of the process where they actually bless that person uh-huh. and send that person on their path, on a to, loving path. To, yes. To go. Yes. So, wait, wait, wait. Okay. When <laughs> you, you've, you've said that very often when you cut those cords, the people get extremely emotional. And I can fully understand that because it hurts. Would the person on the other on the receiving end, the other person who is not there, would they feel some emotional distress on on, on some level when the cord is cut? Uh, I I cannot say yes or no. I never had the experience because I never had contact with the people on the other side mm. that the, mm. the cord was cut from. So I can't really... But it does... Uh, it, it makes sense, I mean, that, you know... If the person is tuned enough, if they are aware enough of their own energy and their own emotions, that they would sense that there is a shift here, doesn't it? 
Yeah, um, I I'm trying I'm trying to wrap my head around it uh, by leaving the other person stranded. Do you know? I don't know that. I think uh, there's probably going to be a sense of release and relief if if it was done properly and with love, that they would also then be able to move on. So I think they will hmm. feel that release as the other person who's done the ceremony um, would feel the re- That's what I, I and think. And sorry, Donnie, before you, I think Jermaine mentioned something very important. Now, for me, as, as someone who doesn't know, you are the expert. I want to ask you, is love a key ingredient in this? Doing in it with go. love and, and letting, sending that person off. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to send love to that person to let go for your own sake. Because if you don't use love, if you don't do it with love, uh, you're not be, you won't be able to do that cord cutting mm. properly. And just coming back to the, you know, if you have two people, uh, now let's talk about a, a, a loving relationship. Uh, they broke up for whatever reason, doesn't matter. One person comes to me, want to do the cord cutting. They had probably had the difficulty of letting go. Maybe the other person has uh, dumped them. So for them, it is very difficult on the receiving side of the breakup, you know, to let go of the other person, although the other person has already decided to move on in life. Mm. So uh, that person, whether the court cutting was done or not, wouldn't affect that person because that person decided to mm. move on. Mm. They didn't need the, the actual court okay. cutting. Yes. Okay, but mm. it's a person who had a difficulty with a relationship. Um, and again, it can be with a family member, you know. If what you about in the case of death? When someone, someone dies, has died and do you, you need just to cut that you know, cord. You can do that as well. You can do, do a cord cutting with somebody who's passed over but as would well. You want it's to? a bit much easier. You know, some Don't you people want to stay connected oh, to the person. I have you seen loved? people grieve so badly that no. you know that you need. To, I think um, if I, God forbid, lose my child, but I think I would, I would not. I, I couldn't make it. So for me, I would say to continue. I would go with that option, knowing that he's, you know, that he's passed and probably in a better space. Um, but I, I wouldn't know how to cope. So in, so if somebody says to me, I have, or some, some, some love that you had, you know, you get some people who love in one lifetime and others who can love like seven times. But for that person who's gone through that one love and you need to let go so you can get up in the morning, I would, I would say, yeah, I do it. You see, I mean, you see, court cutting you do for yourself. You don't do it for the relationship. Mm. You do it for yourself. To cut that cord, that connection, because you are reaching out all the time to that person. Uh, so you do it for yourself. So if somebody passes on, uh, they make peace with it. And some people who stay behind, they, they find it difficult to make peace with somebody that passed on. Uh, the cord cutting in that case, I mean, you're not really cutting the cord in the sense of getting rid of that person. But that would be my problem because mm. you, you know we you, want you, to we want to be connected to our. It's the emotional connection. The reason why you would want to do cord cutting is it block you to move on in life. Mm. 
And some uh, people grieve forever. Mm. You know, and it doesn't do them good. Mm. And for that reason, it is better for them to do a cord cutting. Mm. Um, mm. Yes, you, you're going to grieve. You have to go through that process. But if it carries on for two, three, four years, that's not healthy for you. So you have to do something to, 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 let to free go. yourself mm. and let it go for mm. your own sake. When Shemaine asked you if you use tools, what kind of tools do you use? Do you have a big old sword? No, I've got a dagger, just a small dagger. Okay. Uh, just to explain to you that first part of it, it's a small dagger um, and incense. That uh, There's a nakchampa uh, incense that I use and I cut the cords. Then we take the actual incense and we burn it. The person keeps the a little bowl and they let the ash fall into the bowl and you can actually see because you can do more than one cord cutting in one session with oh, more than okay. one person and especially if it was say for instance three or four relationships previous mm. relationship you can actually see from the way that the, the the flame is burning you keep the flame burning on the incense you don't uh, okay you don't put it out yeah okay so you keep you try and keep the if it goes out you light it again and you can actually see from that flame how strong that relationship was. And I can actually tell the person, I can see this one. And they, they uh, mm-hmm. affirm it, you mm-hmm. know, that, that first relationship was a not so strong one or this, it was a very strong one. You can actually see in the color of the flame how it burns. Uh, and I can actually tell them as, we, as that burns out. Now, Dani, I want to be a little bit naughty and ask you, what if you cut the wrong cord? Is that possible? I mean, if what? you're walking with your dagger and you, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing you cut. <laughs> what, if, what if you by accident no. nick a cord that's supposed to be there? No, re- remember, spirituality, a lot of spirituality, it's all about intention, what you want to do. And if that person comes to me and says, I want, I'm here today to cut the cord <laughs> with Peter. Okay? That is what's going to happen. Even though Liesl tagged along. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do not cut positive cords. Mm-hmm. It's only negative cords. And that's what the person actually came for. And because that's what they want. Yeah. What about twin flames? Can you, can you cut cords there? Uh-uh, uh-uh, Wait. Uh-uh. What is a twin flame? A twin flame is basically the side of yourself, and that's why I'm asking. So, um, twin. I know it's 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 deeper than it's it's like your your negative positive side. So it's like your your uh, the other version of yourself. Evil so, easel. No, no, there is none <laughs> such a thing. So, but you getting? Are, are you? She's playing. I want. <laughs> no, but, but I mean we can't ask no, if we don't know what it is. We all have a dark and a light side. Mm. Sure, no, but, but that's our balance. Sure, but oh, it, it's it's. I it's think not, she it's talking about good or bad. Person. It's just it just is. I'm talking about and the person. You know, sometimes you you meet your twin flame in this lifetime. That doesn't happen in every lifetime that you mm. meet your twin flame. Yeah. Um. And and often when you get together, you. I know some people say it's like when you get together, it's like oh my god, yes, 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 and it is that. But generally, you drift apart again, unless it's. You've done so many lifetimes together that in this one lifetime you get it right. Mm-hmm. So, say you have met that side of yours that is you in the form of another person. 
And obviously, as you know, they don't normally last very long. One is always the runner and the one is the chaser. So what do you do in that case? Um, can you can you cut a cord? With, can you cut your own cord? Can Ag- you? Again, if you want to do it, you can do it. So it's possible that you can cut the cords with yeah. your twin flame? Yeah. Wow. If, you, if, if that's what you want to do for your own better, uh-huh. you can do it. Okay. So if you cut it now, can you get it back? No. No. Once it's done properly... It's done In it's another gone, lifetime But can't you no, reform no. it Say a, say, it, say, Jermaine and I Have a big tip And I'm just like Yes God forbid But say we do And we both like One of us comes running to you You well, cut that cord yeah. <laughs> You cut that cord And in Two Three years time After having had time To heal We Want We want to make We, up. we, we meet again. each other Yes Do those cords Reconnect Again that is your intention. Consensual. You want it. You want it to connect again. So you can. So we can reconnect. So you can do. Yeah, that's, you can that's fix wonderful. It again. No, I don't want to say fix it again, mm-hmm. but it will grow again. Okay. Mm. okay. And then so the it will be a new cord. It yes, will not be not the, the old, old one, one that is uh, uh, somehow survived. Yeah. yeah. It is a new cord that no. you established, and that gives me an idea. So when people are having a bad relationship. So how not? Why not do that? If you're having like a really crap relationship, why not say, "Listen, boom, we have to go. We need to take time out. You go your way, I go my way. We cut this cord. I'll see you in two years. Maybe we like each other, maybe not. And if we do, maybe we can build a new relationship." Exactly. That happens possible? so often, doesn't it, with people who remarry the same person mm. after having had time to heal after a few years. Now, Danny, what about? Integration. Once you've cut those those connections, how do you integrate the person? How do you withdraw that little bit of energy that you've you know the little? Let's use the analogy of a stump of you know if if we talk about an umbilical cord. How do you integrate that? And Liesl, yeah. don't also forget you've left space now. It needs the, the, what what do you use? You know, yeah. you, you plug it. it. You plug it. You won't believe the moment that person walks out of that room. It's a new person. That person doesn't need to heal anymore. Mm. The healing is done. And that is what's so wonderful about this cord cutting. There is no wound. Because mm. that it, it, it is done. That person is a new person now. That, that, that thing that kept that person uh, back in his or her life is, is cut now. It's taken away. So that person is an absolute... You know, they are smiling. They are, you, as I say, you can't, you must see their eyes. You know, they, there is no wound. They, they actually mm. a new person. They walk out there as a new person. But once you've done your ceremony and they have the incense and surely you must do something before you send them out the door. Yes. That uh, kind of integration. That, what do you that do? Is, that is part of all my therapies that I do at the end of a therapy session. I don't just send them off home. We go and we sit down and we talk about. They can um, talk about any experiences. They can anything that's on their heart. They can just talk about it. We will consolidate mm. what happened. You know, just to bring everything together. Um, and that's with every one of my therapy sessions. So it's not just a matter of okay, we're done now. 
goodbye, off you go. Mm. You know, we uh, I usually spend another 10, 15 minutes with that person, especially talking about that person's feelings, how he or she is feeling now, um, you know, and to see that they're on, in the right uh, space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and before they, they move on. And does it make them tired when you send your clients off? Some, I mean, for some therapies afterwards, you feel a little bit... Almost tired, almost a little bit woozy. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, but you can't drive after that. Oh, well, well then, you oh, well, then those Shemaine, are, that's don't drive. Oh, no, that's Shemaine, don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, the people are absolutely relieved when they, once are they we've energized? done this, they're energized, they're relieved, they're not, it, because it's not an emotional draining thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it, they, it is emotional that they, they get emotional, but they don't need to talk about anything. Uh-huh. It's not like going to a, a psychologist where you have to, you know, it's actually painful to, to go, go to, 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 to <laughs> talk So this is like mm-hmm. I'm coming to you and then at the end of, end of the day it's done. it's done. So you go like, I want to break free. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you go, that's come on in, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Then, yeah, okay. Once they, once they, you know, they, they you can see they, they, they relieve awesome. from all the, Boom. So, which, which then now, because earlier you mentioned that, you know, you, this, this can help you transcend your bad relationships. Just one of them. So now this person comes, they're done. Um, and I, I actually saw what you're talking about in, in relationships that I had with men. Um, three or four of them looked exactly similar. They were, they were between black and white. But it was the same behavioral pattern, the same body types, the same temperaments, the and same I, lesson that you just you didn't learn. The yes. same lesson exactly. I just didn't learn. And I was like, but these people even look the same. <laughs> Why did you not see that? So now, if you did that, does, does the pattern change? Yes, absolutely. It opens that person up for a new, they're looking for something different now. Okay. Where in the past they were looking for the same cycle, cycle same pattern. Mm. That's what the, they attracted the same uh, uh, person into their lives every time, and the same behavior. Now, once we've done the cord cutting, it's like a new page, mm. a blank page that they 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 see things in a different way. They see relationships in a different mm. way. They look for so they know exactly what they don't want in the relationship. Because it's important that we know what we want in a relationship, but we also need to know what we don't want in a relationship. And this cord cutting helps you to actually understand yourself better and see, yes, I don't want this and I don't need this in my life. Darling, what about, Shemaine mentioned earlier, something like a, let's take a bottle of liquor. What about what if I have an addiction ah, yes, to alcohol? Yes, 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 go there. Can you or cut food. that or food or whatever addictions? Can addictions be cured by cutting those emotional cords? I'm not going to say it can or cannot be done. I haven't done that kind mm. of uh, cord cutting. Okay. Uh, I think it's important that the person understand. What the cause of that addiction is, mm-hmm. and deal with that. 
do you think because cord cutting could form part of an integrative yeah. approach to to because part of it says I understand why this is not doing me any good why this person or this relationship is not doing me any good and in that same sense you can say I can understand or not understand I know that this addiction is not doing me any good so mm-hmm. it can be can form part of that uh, mm-hmm. healing process of so, getting rid of the okay. addiction so that means you have to go to that place and or that space that moment that caused this deviation um to into ex, uh, excess you know whether it's food whether it's cars whether it's whatever do you, you know where you where do you, you so have to go to the first place? so because wh- how how do you trace it because that's well, that's the that's the root where the things started that set you up mm, but if you so, cut the courts with a person you don't go to where you met that person you think of that person so no, but we're talking about yes, behavioral yes but <laughs> if 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 i think of let's say i am an alcoholic thank goodness i'm not but let's say i am and i think of my booze of choice let's say it's tequila i think of a bottle of tequila um, so, so that's what I mean, Shemaine. I don't think you need to go back to the first time you had a drink. Mm-hmm. I think you, but, but the, you, but the, the expert, cause, you tell the us. Cause, wha- I mean, there's nothing wrong to have a drink. Mm-hmm. But why drinking too much? Mm. Why are you drinking to deal with problems mm-hmm. or pain? Or you see. Mm-hmm. So you have to go to the cause of. So you need to go to that place. Yeah. Where the hurt you started. Th- I mean, when, you, hurt, yeah. when mm-hmm. you break up with the relationship, you don't need to. When you do the cord cutting, you need to understand where did it go wrong. I mean, it's already broken up. I mean, so now you just need to cut the mm-hmm. cord. Okay, so cord cutting is, as far as I'm concerned, it's 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 quite it's a good thing. Emotional cord cutting, if it if it works. I mean, I've not done it before. Have you? I've n- I haven't heard of it until you brought <laughs> it up, Shemaine. <laughs> I have I've not done it, but and you know, if it does what you say it does, then I think it's something that one can investigate because we all have moments where you go like, I wish I could go back to that minute, but you can't go back to that minute. Mm. You can't heal that minute, but you live with the repercussions of that minute. So if you can deal with it here in the now and you can actually say, okay, I'm breaking that cycle um, because it's not serving me uh, in in the positive and and if I can do that with cord cutting, people, spaces, um, moments, I would totally go and heal that. And as long as you understand that what happened to you up until that point was learning or teaching you lessons. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have learned the lesson, then you can move on. And take responsibility for, for yourself. For, for yourself. And I think taking that step to come for a cord cutting is part of taking responsibility, am I right? Absolutely. That's why I said you don't want people to be dependent on you. I don't want... If the person comes to me, they have to have the real need and the one... real reason. Just a... Can one... Can one do it for yourself? Can Mm. I cut my own cords? What 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 kind of cords are you talking about now? Whatever. Let's say I have... uh, a relationship that ended and, you and I still have that emotional pull instead of coming to you can I cut it myself I think you can uh, a lot of people can deal with that and that's why they can move on to another relationship and they 
they did that actually without doing it physically. But yes, that's a way they actually dealt with it. Other people need some help mm. to, for somebody to actually do it for them. Thank you, Dani. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for the information. Yay! Wonderful to be um, here. I learned a few things. You so leave. did I, I have to say. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Dani. It's always good to learn new things. Palais, thanks to you. From me, Liesl Tom, have a good day. And from me, Shemaine Harris, be good to yourself. This is CliffCentral.com.